Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up to heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Greg Hemmings, good oh to see gosh, you. Oh my gosh, man, I miss you, man. So much has been going on since I saw you a week ago. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> One week ago, wink, wink. Um, you have been traveling. You you had a 10-year well, anniversary, it. which was I did. really 12 years. Yeah. Well, no, I think- 11 was, Okay, years. we have to do some math here. Um, okay. So Hemmings House, we just celebrated our 10-year birthday in Toronto. We had about 200 people show up. It was awesome. And it was like two or three days before the party, Steve at my office says, Greg, you know we incorporated November 2006, which means we're 11. And I was like, okay, well, hold on a sec. That sucks that I, that but I thought But did 10. you celebrate a 10th? We celebrate our 10th. No, no, but have you ever before? No, we've never celebrated anything well, before. Well, so then that's It's okay, but legit. here's the thing. If you, let's say, let's do math really quick. 2006, we incorporated, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. in November. It's mm-hmm. almost November 2017 right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Does that mean we've completed 10 years? Well, I guess, is it is it completing 10 years or turning 10 years? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is oh, it okay. a birthday when you complete I, 10 I think, years of life? I think any time you have a party is okay. It's true, but like, like well, let's, let's ask our guest what he thinks. So we've got this amazing guest <laughs> in, in with us. <laughs> How Sean, old are you, Sean? Sean Barker is here. How thirty nine. Sean Barker is thirty nine. Are you so, thirty nine completed or just started? <laughs> thirty nine completed. August passed. Yeah. Okay, so so it really is thirty nine. You are one year old when you completed one year. So right. we're okay in saying that we turned ten. I guess. Um, welcome to the boiling point. Yes, <laughs> Sean. Thank you for coming, man. So Sean, uh, Sean showed up about fifteen minutes ago, Dave, uh, and he, he and I got got through a lot of the podcast already. And <laughs> yeah, we're all done now. <laughs> you, you guys know what you're going to talk about. You're going to inform well, me. It was kind of neat though because we uh, we'll get Sean to introduce himself in a sec, but we we did get to talk about some really neat things in nutrition and gut health and uh, mm-hmm. you know the uh, the realities of gluten intolerances but also mm-hmm. the realities of the gluten marketing machine whole bunch of really neat things that I think we should reconjure in this conversation because it's I think it's really relevant for all of us individually but also I, I suspect this conversation is going to go somewhere about us as entrepreneurs don't take care of ourselves and we don't invest in finding that balance to take care of ourselves and I think that might be where our conversation may go, not to lead it um, that way at all. So, Sean, why don't you give us an introduction about who you are and uh, what your company is and what you're doing in the world and how, uh, how you're hacking health. All right. Well, first of all, guys, thanks again for having me here. Uh, Sean Barker, I'm the owner at KV Fit Body Bootcamp in Chris Pamsis. I've uh, been running our, our business there for almost six years completed or anniversary i'll have to think about that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. What, is it really six years? yeah that's right we celebrated our fifth year technically at that facility but <laughs> six years since we incorporated as we mentioned earlier but uh i've been uh, passionate about health and fitness pretty much since i was 12 years old since uh, my father led me into the old dungeon t- uh, weight room i actually come from labrador labrador west uh, wabush slab city grew up there most of my life and it was again around six years ago that we moved here with my wife and our two little kids now to open up my dream dream business and to follow my passion for for health and fitness so uh, so for folks that aren't from here where's labrador labrador is north 
It's just on uh, specifically Labrador West. It's obviously part of the province of Newfoundland and Labrador. Uh, it's just on the border of Quebec, the Lab City Wabash area, just on the border of Quebec. Uh, very isolated um, sort of mining communities, and that's where I sort of uh, grew up and even even worked in before I uh, pretty much turned my life upside down to to follow uh, my passion for fitness. Which, cool. of course, we got to get into. Yeah, in sure. Sure. But, but really quick, is, uh, is Wabash Lab City, is that at the end of the Labrador Highway, or is this one that's not accessible by roads? Yeah, that's Goose so, Valley, right? Yeah, or, that's right. Goose Bay. <coughs> you go the other way on that Labrador Highway to get to Goose Bay, uh, which brings you out closer to uh, the, the coast. Uh, but yeah, Labrador City Wabers, that Labrador West area is more inland, right on the border of Quebec. And usually it's like an eight-hour drive to get in and out on a, on a, on a half-gravel, windy road, right? Um, two of my buddies did it on motorbikes uh, two yeah. years ago. Big land uh, motorbikes. It was great. Yeah, yeah great yeah. stories. This is cool, man. Well, um, Dave, you've been chomping at the bit. I'm really curious about it. Well, what, first what question is, Labrador. do you really get up at 3.30 a.m.? Yeah. Like, every yeah. morning. Yeah, absolutely. Every uh, morning. Love it. And, and I've been doing it so long now that and I was talking to one of my clients about this yesterday. Uh, you know, even uh, when my, me and my wife or something, we, we go out like last weekend and had, had a date night and, you know, a little bit. Because when you get up early, you have to uh, bite the bullet and go to bed at a decent time the night before. But when you do it so long, it just, you're just programmed. Uh, to wake so, up at that hour. And, you know, specifically if I was coaching real early, our first se- sessions in the morning is a 5.30 workout or group workouts. And, and sometimes I coach it and, uh, and sometimes I don't, depending on, on my schedule and my, my team schedule. But uh, I get up at that hour. I, I found specifically as I became a busy parent uh, and a business owner, you got to get ahead of the game. Yeah. Uh, and that's a great way to do it. And as we were talking about earlier, uh, your former guest and a long-term uh, friend and mentor of mine, Craig Ballantyne, obviously a uh, fitness coach turned business owner early to rise. Uh, I was one of his first students. So I guess that rubbed off. <laughs> um, quick question. What I, fi- I find this is a horrible habit of mine, but what I find myself doing is checking emails first a.m. Even okay. even though I should be meditating, every time I try to meditate in the morning, bam, right back to sleep. Yes. Um, <laughs> but <clears throat> I have this level of anxiety to start my day without knowing what's in my inbox. Mm-hmm. And I, Dave is probably rolling his eyes because I've been complaining about this for years. Yes. But I've been staying on top of it and starting my day with an open mind or, or an open conscious or something because I've gone through those bloody emails in the morning. So are you doing any work catch up at that time when you wake up? Yeah, in most cases, I, I try to get you know an hour work again. If if I'm coaching at five thirty, usually that's the first thing on my plate. I'm up early enough. Uh, as I mentioned, I was you know I was here early, and and you mentioned that uh, I always do everything extra early, and, and be extra prepared. Uh, but you know, and just you know, getting you talk about, and that's a very common question. Uh, and I have coaches that help me with that over the years. Is you know, email first thing in the morning. How productive is it? If you're putting out a lot of business fires, it doesn't really get your mindset. Uh, you know, and it depends on the position, what you need. Sometimes you, you need to reach out to people. But uh, in many cases, sort of the mean, the biggest thing you can conquer in that first hour or two of the day, uh, the, the, the quote goes, you know, uh, the early morning hours is the rudder of the day. So it sort of steers you in the right direction uh, mentally and depending on what you, get, you might have to do physically too, right? Hmm. So uh, I've worked on that and specifically Craig has helped me with that over the years is, Start small, like any habit. Start small, like, okay, I'm not going to check my email for 15 minutes later than normal and maybe get in 15 minutes of meditation and then gradually work up to, you know, now I don't check it until probably around 10 a.m. when I used to check it at 5 a.m., right? Uh, so that has helped tremendously. The inverse to that is 
the facts that you just said you have to go to bed early. Yeah. I try my very best to get eight hours every night and I do really well. Awesome. I'm usually in bed at 10.30, up at 5.30. Sure. I don't know if the math works. Seven hours. That's usually my thing. Yep. To, like, maybe even 10 o'clock to 5.30. But that means now my evenings are filled with business. So it's one or the other because society's not designed to get through communications during your work hours. <laughs> no. Sure. So it's pushed, right? Yeah, yeah. So what are you doing? Are you, what time do you go to bed and how are you, how are you getting ready? Sure. I, I usually try to be in bed by nine. Uh, and again, everybody has their own. And sometimes we have to bite the bullet. Obviously, as business owners, there's many nights you don't get a wink, uh, specifically early in the, in, the, in the first few years, maybe, and grinding and stuff and, and with family stuff. But uh, over time, you gradually try to just design it better. Uh, and knowing how much can you get away with and how much sleep you actually need uh, to feel your best. Uh, I know for me, yes, around seven hours consistently uh, because I burn up a lot of physical energy in a day besides, obviously, the, the mental energy of running a business and family stuff. But, you know, if I can get to bed around nine, sometimes, it, you know, if I get six hours of quality sleep, and I think that's a more important thing specifically with sleep and, and the health, of, and we hear so much about it lately now, is not necessarily – the quantity, which you obviously need so much of, but the quality of sleep, right? Like people are on their devices late at night, in their beds. Usually the last thing a lot of people look at is the first thing people look at when they open their eyes. Green light. Uh, yeah, I keep all that out of my, out of my room uh, and, and just go old school with the books. My wife likes to use her phone sometimes too, right, uh, at night. And, you know, but uh, each to their own. Right. But I uh, make sure that it's, you sort of go back to getting your body ready for darkness for sleep and i i personally you know been involved in my work days to cut it off like pretty much my work days are 4 a.m to 4 p.m you know and i've evolved to that point where that all works pretty smooth now uh in the first few years you just do what you got to do but being able to shut off your work uh mentally and and sort of shut it off for the day to be present with your family. and That's a real discipline. That's uh, a real discipline. Yeah. So we've got, so Greg's looking for a bunch of free advice, Sean. So we're, we're going to, that's enough of that. Okay. Cause <laughs> we get, we'll pay for it I mean, in yeah. the future, but tell us about the move here, fit body boot camp. What is it? Who benefits from it? I mean, I know some people that go um, oh, cool. say good things. Awesome. Um, I've seen you in the community. Um, recently you just led, um, a warm up with a, for a bunch of kids at um, a run that we sponsored um, for um, to, to raise awareness around domestic uh, violence in, yes, in our community, right. which was really shocking, actually. But so I did. I got a chance to see you in action, and I was I loved your energy. Awesome. So so tell me, like, tell us a little bit about coming here and to, to New Brunswick. You know, in this entrepreneurial journey you're on, and you know, and, and just whatever else would be helpful for listeners to understand. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, Fit Body Bootcamp itself is, is a franchise. It's actually the fastest growing fitness bootcamp franchise in the world right now. They just really? passed over 600 locations worldwide uh, on the Inc. 5000 list the last two years in a row. So they've really grown tremendously fast. Uh, I got in early in the game uh, before they were even a technically a franchise. Uh, I knew a friend of, of a friend, Craig Ballantyne, and coach, the, uh, Bedros Koulian, the guy who's co-founded the, the franchise itself now, uh, way back, and again in 2008, 2009, uh, and I just believed in the vision of, they're like, we need to make fitness better so more people can benefit from it. The big box gym setting, it is what it is. It's for people who are self-motivated and have the time and they want to use it and they're consistent with it. Awesome. Or other different options that may be available, you know, higher end personal training that takes more time. It requires more financial investment. That's for a smaller group of population as well. Uh, 
but being able to think in terms of, and that's when the interval training was sort of coming on stream, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, showing that you can still get a big effect in a short amount of time. You, you got to work for it. Uh, but also the other benefits that came with it showing that, you know, working out in a group high energy setting obviously makes you more accountable. It makes you work harder. And obviously having a coach there to instruct you properly, to motivate you. But again, mostly the accountability of having somebody there to help you with your exercise and your nutrition. And that's what we do all sort of all in one. Uh, so I believe in that vision and I bought in early and uh, it's, it's incredibly amazing to see, to see it grow. So you, so you see, like, and that's so interesting because you're, it's, it's totally true. Like there's a whole segment of the population that doesn't fit into the big gym, right? Yeah. Um, or maybe doesn't, for what, a variety of reasons, you know, the personal one-on-one training is not going to support them um, in the way that, that they, you know, could yeah. if they had the resources or time or whatever. Um, and so you see this, you, so did you, so did you actually buy a location? Is that what brought you here? Like was the opportunity Yeah, so the ta- talking like, about uh, holding your own self accountable in terms of ch- chasing the goals. So I remember that I bought into the franchise and committed to it six months before we actually moved. So it's always been... Uh, so had you my, been here before? So we've been here, uh, had some family here, visited here. Oh, okay, yeah, Actually, yeah. And we get that question quite a bit. Why did you move here? Yeah. Uh, for a better quality of life. We love the mix between country and city living. It's not so isolated as where we were. I get to do what I believe I was put on this earth to do, uh, help people with their health and fitness. But we used to travel here pretty much yearly. Like this is a place where you can drive. Uh, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia. And mm-hmm. again, we had some family here. Mm-hmm. So that's where we decided to to make the leap. And uh, I made that leap by committing to, obviously, uh, Fit Body Bootcamp as a business, business model. Open up the first year, we open up in a uh, gymnastic center, actually in the old Gothic Arches building here in town. Like right in St. John proper. Yeah. So uh, started, started like anything, start small. And uh, they provided the support along the way, opposed to many business owners sort of just diving in head first to, you know, mm. big, big expenses and commitments. And as we outgrew that, I moved uh, and opened up my first standalone location in uh, Quispamsis. Right on. Current facility. Yeah. Now, I also had... Is that Millennium Drive there? Yeah, Millennium yeah. Drive. And a few years later, I even opened up a second location. Wow. And, uh, you know, uh, it's good to show and tell other business owners, sometimes things can happen a little bit too fast. And it did. And sometimes just because you can do something, <laughs> it doesn't mean you should. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things like let's, that. Yeah. <laughs> let's jump right into it. Sure. I, I, we want to hear fail stories. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, and that's what I talk about a lot. I travel, you know, I've traveled around the world and talked to different conferences, uh, specifically a lot of fitness conferences, the fitness business owners. Uh, and yeah, I had a second location for a few years and it did okay, but. Where, where was it? It like, was here in St. John. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, your, yeah. Your, your main one was in the valley? And yeah. Then... So we had the first subly for the first year yeah. and it grew that, opened up the KV location. That was the first standalone where we currently are now yeah. at that location. Yeah. Uh, the year later, opened up a second location here in town, our own facility. Yeah. Uh, and both of them were, were running. We're humming along for three years. I think it was after around three years, a little over a year now. Uh, and I decided to shut down the second location. Because it was just really a drop in the bucket compared to the demand that the the one in the valley was getting. Uh, lots of learning experiences with that. And it became like anything when it was taken away more out of you, stress wise, mm-hmm. time management wise. I'm just, it's just not really worth it. Right. And so. Was it hard? It was like incredibly, mentally, incredibly you know I mean? difficult. Because like, you're a guy who seems 
appears to be very yep. driven. I yep. would I'd probably everyone that talks to you would, I mean, you just you you embody all those characteristics and and just in in even short like this short interaction. Okay? Sure. So how was that? Like, like incredibly difficult. Probably one of the most difficult things I've ever been through in my life. Yeah, I bet. Because again, you feel like a failure, right? But I got through it with the support of the right people around me. I think which is very important who you surround yourself with uh, during the good times and more importantly, during the hard times. Uh, and that's why, again, I believe in the power of a coach so much. Um, but I Amen. got through it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> right? So people will be able to keep your head straight, right? And, and anybody who's in business realizes like lots of times you got to pivot. You got to pivot. You just can't, you, know, you got to throw your ego out the door and you just got to pivot. Yeah. Uh, and how, much, how much do you think, and I'd be interested in your opinion too, Greg, how much do you think it is connected to ego? Like, I mean, and I guess this would be different for all of us, but mm -hmm. you know, like that's a big pull, like I, for me anyways, yep. you know what I mean? Like, you know, you don't want to be perceived as not being successful sure. and it's hard on your, hard on yourself. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, it, it is, it is. And it comes to the point where, you know, you can't let the, the important stuff in your life fall apart just for the sake of, like you say, whether it's your own ego or just for the sake of you're just, you're beating your head against the wall, making something, trying to work. That's, it's just showing you like, you know what I mean? And there was nothing drastic that happened. It was three years of just, nah, not even close to what our other location was doing, whether it's all kinds of things, whether it was market location, all these things. Mm -hmm. uh, it is what it is. Uh, and after just the focus alone and, and sort of focusing on what I have right now, the one main uh, location, we doubled our membership in that year after uh, after closing out a second wow. page. Wow. I feel Fo some of them <laughs> focus, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, I think it's really neat as well when when you clear something out that doesn't look like a, a blockage because it wasn't losing money. Well, maybe it was, but let's say it wasn't. Let's mm. just say it wasn't making tons of money. Yep. It's not, it doesn't look like a blockage. But I just picture, I always picture like a river running down downstream and you know, some water's getting a little bit stuck in these little eddies and there's little little places and rocks that are diverting it. Um, but until you move some of those those blockers out of the way, then flow happens. But, yep. you, you know, it's, it's not too disruptive, but it's amazing what happens when you make a change. Like deciding to chop off the thing that's not the star performer in your business, which yep. is your second office. I did the same thing. I had another business outside of the realm of film and because I wasn't all in, it was becoming a big fail. And I, my, I don't know if it's ego, but my desperate attempts to keep it afloat uh, came in the form of me trying to find money everywhere sure. to try, try to prop it up. So yep. in my case, I was failing desperately in an industry I didn't know much about. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I finally decided to to kill it, um, <clears throat> it was painful. It took me quite a few years to kind of get out of it. But the flow started coming back because I started to focus on what I know. And did you find, because we all have our own stories, right? I got my story too, <clears throat> buying a business center um, that it just, you know, I was, I don't know what I was doing in it and I was losing my, but just when you finally make that decision, the the, the relief yep. and the energy that comes back that yeah. you thought, oh, you thought it, in my case, I thought it disappeared. Yep. Like I was like, where is it? Like I couldn't grab it and bring it because it was just, I was just so taxing, you know what I mean? And so stressful. And even, yeah. even when you're not through it, just making the decision alone. But did you find that, Sean? Oh, yeah. And he, you, you met the analogy you mentioned there. I, mean, I use that similar analogy to even a lot of clients and when they're trying to improve their health and wellness habits in their life is the log jam. Exactly. Right? We're just trying to focus on the one thing. Great book, by the way, The One Thing, if you haven't read it. Okay. Great book. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's all about, hey, you try to chase two rabbits, you end up with no rabbit. 
right? The power of that laser beam type focus, that magnifying glass under the sun, right, does some powerful stuff, specifically once that, again, that flow starts to happen and that stress is just, is gone from you, right? Mm. And again, we can only balance so many things uh, and sort of, otherwise we're going to drop the ball in other arenas, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, uh, you know, family and your health and happiness is not something you want to drop. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're you're known in uh, in the world, in this large global uh, society, as the health hacker. You're world famous for this, <laughs> yeah, this term. Yeah, people say that. Um, so... I really will. I'm always curious as our, our entrepreneurial listeners uh, to hear what are some of the hacks? Uh, think about us as biz, uh, busy business owners, entrepreneurs, have, you know, having to hustle, having to always be on, you know, trying to get on stages at conferences, which means we're traveling all the time, mm -hmm. not eating right. Always at social, uh, social business development opportunities with alcohol <laughs> and very rare, rarely on the road. You have time to work out. What are some of the hacks for an entrepreneur? Sure. That I just listed all the attributes of a typical. Yeah, one. well, number one, I'll go back to is sort of how, how we touched on in the beginning <laughs> is if there's any way you can get up a little bit earlier, it can help tremendously, uh, even if it is 15 minutes earlier. And I tell people that whether it's to get ahead on your business, to get ahead on your family demands, to get ahead on eating healthier in the day, because it allows you to get up. <clears throat> if you get up 15 minutes earlier, instead of chasing the alarm clock and you hit snooze, you lose. It, it is so true. Because then you could actually look and plan a little bit, right? Whether it's, okay, what am I actually going to have for breakfast? What, am I going to eat a healthy breakfast? 15 minutes? You can get in a great workout in 15 minutes, as people see, uh, as we do at boot camp. Uh, and, and that's what an old, that actually an old uh, bodybuilding coach told me way back in the day. He said, if you can do one, and I was, what, maybe 17 at the time. He said, if you can do one thing right now, and again, I was living in an isolated place at the universe, and the internet was only coming on stream. He said, if you can do one thing right now to get ahead of the game, he said, get up 15 minutes earlier. Build up to that. Once that becomes easy, get up, uh, you know, even a little bit earlier and a little bit earlier until you get to the point. Uh, that alone can make a huge difference. And 15 minutes of sleep is not going to do anybody any extra good. You'll actually feel worse by falling back to sleep and hitting the snooze button, mm -hmm. right? But literally, simply getting up a little bit earlier can allow you to have a healthy breakfast. It can allow you to get a little quick workout in uh, to get charged up for your day and sort of clear your head right. Uh, can allow you to, again, look at if it's whatever goals you want to focus on. If you want to pay down debt and get focused, spend 15 minutes of, how, okay, how am I going to uh, clear that? Or spend 15 minutes of, okay, what's my schedule today and uh, where I got to bring the kids around and be a chauffeur, whatever it may be. So you touched on something that I, I'm, I'm seeing a lot in the coaching world, um, we're supporting people. And, and I mean, I follow this trap. I think we all do maybe to a degree. But this idea that, like, instead of just focusing on the one thing, you know, trying to, trying to, trying to, work on too many fronts and we kind of touched on it in terms of business but you know like so someone wants to get in better shape right and they and then and I think sometimes what happens cognitively is they feel like okay well I got to do all these things at the same time mm -hmm. to achieve this goal and you know when when they're not hitting it 100% it's kind of there's almost this this this, this it's negative all feedback or mentality. yeah right yeah like, and we and, see that so often like, how, like you would see probably all the time yep. so how so how do you help someone through that okay so for yeah and we hear so many clients come into us the first thing you know, they, I tried before I failed. Right. And they say, but I'm an all or nothing person. I'm like, well, number one, if you say that, you're going to be. Right. Because it starts in the mind. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but be all or something. Don't be all or nothing. Right. Learning how to all adapt around like real life demands is what we really try to coach people to as well is because mm -hmm. you're going to encounter everything. 
right? You're going to get sick. You're going to have family uh, members depend upon you. You're going to have to skip workouts sometimes. You're going to be up late. All these things are going to happen. That's real life. We try to show people how to balance fitness consistently for the long game around those real life demands. And the minute you say you're all or nothing, you're going to end up with nothing in the end. It's that stop and go, start and go, that constant diet, yo-yo syndrome, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> with exercise and eating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but getting people, number one, to not focus on your outcome-based goals, focus on your behavior-based goals. Say somebody wants to lose 20 pounds. We don't know if you're going to lose 20 pounds in 20 days or whatever it may be, but we do have control. You do have control of getting up and choosing a healthier breakfast getting in a, a quick workout in the morning, right? So that's your behavior-based goals, what you have control over, not your outcome-based goals. And that's sort of what people try to chase from from the get-go with that all-or-nothing mentality. Mm-hmm. And we know where that goes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other piece of that that I, is, I find really interesting, because we were talking about um, the fact that I had a personal training business years ago yeah. in Vancouver. Um, and, and something I learned, we were applying to uh, to the coaching we deliver now is, uh, and I just wonder how, how this shows up for you, Sean, is that, you know, is that sometimes when someone feels like they're failing, if we can take them back to where they started and, and maybe, you know, if we have a good baseline, we can say, well, actually, you know, I know you're trying to get, achieve X, but you know, you know where you are compared yeah. to where you started? Sure, celebrate your victories, exactly. right? No matter how, how do, small. Do, is it so interesting? And, and people, and what I find interesting is how the people's minds, the new norm, like just create these new norms and they often forget, and, and all of us, the, the valley we were in mm-hmm. and then we, until we, someone stops us and says, oh, wait a sec, look look down there, look where you started, yeah. look where you are now. Like, do you, do you find you're doing, does that, does that? Yeah, we see that a lot. And I think that what helps with that is the power in uh, obviously the coaching, but the assessing. I tell people if you're yeah. not assessing, you're just guessing, right. right? So you need something tangible to, you don't need to obsess over the numbers. Like we tell people, a, you know, a body weight scale is not a self-worth device, but we use all kinds of other tools as well for measurements to body fat monitors and right. photographs and all this type of stuff and, and blood markers, how you feel, your health. Uh, but if you're not assessing something, you can't celebrate those little wins, right? Right, right, right. right and right. we see so many people make dramatic changes over the years with us, but then they still talk to themselves about themselves like they're still that 50 pounds overweight. Right. Right? It's, it's still all that, that mental game, that self-loop, that negative self-loop. It's like you realize how far you've come. So in many cases, just on the exercise front, I'll, somebody have lost 50 pounds. I'm like, here's this 50-pound kettlebell. Now walk around with this all day. Yeah. Yeah. And then tell me you have made some progress, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, well, and, and, and the metaphors and, and that's, you know, I remember a guy would say, um, you know, he would talk to his clients and he would say, um, so you've lost 10 pounds of fat approximately based on, you know, how they were using skin calipers back then yep. and all this sort of thing, right? And they go, just imagine, let's just for a second, let's just put 10 blocks of one pound blocks of butter mm-hmm. And just imagine that that's gone. And it was just such a powerful way of people kind of, you could just see their shoulders raise yep. right after the fact. So what a, what a neat thing you do. So how do, how do people learn more about you, Sean? And, and cause you're, you're, um, you know, you're out there. Sure. I'm out there. They, uh, they can find me online easily. Uh, Facebook, Sean Barker uh, on Facebook and you'll see, uh, Sean S E A N B A R K E R. Uh, yeah. On Facebook, Instagram, and of course, our, our main website is kvfitbodybootcamp.com. People can go there and see what Fit Body Bootcamp is all about and, and how, how we do it. And they can register for a free trial there. Do and people, uh, just, oh, sorry, Greg, but I just want a quick question. Do, do people have to live in the community to interact with you? Do you do anything virtually? Uh, good question, because I just recently launched a new online coaching service oh, wow. uh, because of that demand. But yeah, people can uh, reach out to me. And I just recently launched a uh, an online coaching service 
where people obviously are, are not in the area to do the exercise and the nutritional consulting physically. Uh, finally, as we know, technology evolved. And I've played with a lot of uh, online coaching in the past, but we know the technology was never, certainly wasn't where I wanted it to be mm-hmm. to, to serve somebody mm-hmm. uh, in that arena. But uh, now it's, it's really getting there. So uh, they can reach out to me for that as well. Yeah. And I was also going to remind uh, you to mention your contributing publications because you also write in fitness Yeah, writing is, is probably my, my next second passion next to the fitness. And of course, it's usually writing about health and fitness, but or self-development, motivation, all the type of stuff. Uh, I write for a lot of websites over the years, all the main fitness websites, and as well as Men's Health Magazine, Inside Fitness Magazine. Uh, I was MVP top three trainer with them a few years ago, Men's Health. And so again, I've been on the online space again as the internet sort of was a baby. Uh, and as I got into the health and fitness industry, uh, just writing, and I'm actually working on a bucket list mine is, is a book. So I'm working on uh, hopefully a mainstream book. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's another thing that I find getting up early helps me stay with that as well. Your mind is clear, mm-hmm. uh, specifically if you're a writer mm-hmm. and anybody who's you know, creative and artistic and ideas, your mind is clear before you have to put out those daily fires of the day, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming in today, man. It's, uh, it's inspiring. Absolutely. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move up half hour to 5, 5 a.m. It's going to be my, that's uh, your, that's my your, goal. That's your your commitment? That's my love commitment. It. Yeah, it. you start small and a little <laughs> bit can add up to a lot, right? Uh, and realizing that even 15 minutes... Uh, and I tell people this uh, again in the health and fitness coaching coaching world, and we just sort of talked a little bit about it. Is hey, fifty percent is better than zero percent. Can right? you can you um you know in 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 closing, is there and I'm we're putting you on the spot. I'm putting sure. you on the spot here. But is there an offer you want to make to someone outside of the region for your virtual coaching that you know some, a listener can can access? Because it would be really cool to promote that. And I, what I, I'd love to learn more about how that goes. Yep. Um, maybe we have you in again to, to yeah. talk about that. Is there an offer you're, you're, you'd be willing to consider? Specifically sure. to, to a Boiling Point, to boiling point listener. listener outside and of and, 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 John Because there's, there's many, the, most of them are outside of this region. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anybody who wants to reach out to me, again, Sean Barker uh, on Facebook. Uh, you, should probably, you just Google Sean Barker and you'll see, I usually come up and Google in health and fitness stuff and you can contact me that way um, and mention that you're a Boiling Podcast listener and I will give you fifty percent off your first month of coaching. Okay, so because so this would be cool because I would love it if someone reaches out to you, does this, and it would be really cool to hear mm. how it goes. Yeah, and, and, that and, be, and that we'll, be fun? we'll we'll bring the uh, the the trainee. Uh, you know, exactly, on, on sure. well. with yeah. you. That's, yeah. that's an invite for the boiling point out to the world. Yes, you want to be a guest on this, yep. and you want to get fit. Give Sean a call. Yeah, I got 25 years experience in the health and fitness industry. Uh, this whole coaching platform is through Precision Nutrition, which is pretty much the top coaching nutrition system in the world. I'm the only Precision Nutrition level two coach in the province and one of few in Canada. But it's amazing how this platform works. Again, the technology is there now that still gives that personal touch. Uh, and yeah. Be happy to see someone so, reach out. So let's get it out on Facebook and all these other other channels, because I want to see how it, how it, this all plays out. Yeah. I'm really curious. You'll get to see how pretty much everything we went over and how I talk about habits and improving your lifestyle. This whole platform is progressive, so it starts small and it builds up and builds up and builds up, literally like a like a snowball effect. So it's really effective that way. Awesome. Our first so, experiment of this sort. I, I no, I, I re- I'm really curious about this. I know Greg was going to ask for a 100 percent discount, but that's not doesn't apply <laughs> to the, the hosts uh, or the guests. So, so Sean, thanks, I just man. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. 
Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness then check out the natural man podcast join me host mike c as we explore all areas of human wellness physical mental and emotional learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health remember your doctor works for you learn biohacks neurohacks ways to improve sleep and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.